Hello and welcome to Sports and Songs Podcast. Uh, we're in Season 3, Episode number 31. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Tonight's June 20th, 2022. How are you doing, Andy? I'm good. A little tired from last night's late-night games. So big, big baseball weekend. We got a lot of town ball to cover. Uh, tell us what exactly you did last night, Andy. Last night up at uh, up at the 420 High Street here in Watertown at Highland Park, it was number one Watertown. Number two, Delano. So the um, rankings just came out for Class C. These are the top two teams in the state. One versus yep. two. Wow. Yep. Yep. We're undefeated. Delano's got two losses. Um, went down to the inning. You know, eighth inning, last inning. Uh, Watertown did pull off the win 6-4. Very close game. Um, lots of different players in different positions. Like I said, I think a lot of the other kids are starting to come back in now. Watertown's sitting in good shape now. Eight no, um, makeup or they got a game now tomorrow night, Tuesday, here against Waconia, another tough opponent. So Waconia's on second in our we're first in the division. They're behind us, but we have two makeup games we got to make up yet. So they've got two more games played than us. So I think that's a makeup game from uh, Memorial Weekend, maybe. I believe so. Yeah. So there was rain out, bad weather, bad storms came through. So yeah. I think we'll see a lot of these teams now getting those extra games in that that, uh, that were missed. But that should be a good one because Waconia is ranked, I think, seventh in the, in the state as well. Yeah, they're second in our division. And the sad thing is the two games Watertown's missing. Um, I don't have the sheet in front of me from the paper last night. And I'm not making fun of any teams. But the two games we have missing that aren't scheduled for makeups are like a team that's 0-6 right now and a team that's like four, like Mayor who's 4-5. and five. Then like the team was last our division oh for it's like those are the makeup games you are scary because that's the teams that come and upset you you know interesting you got the makeup game but you're playing the the winless team or the team that's below five hundred hey they they want to win they don't want to have you come in just to have an extra practice against them they want to beat you just like any other game but you know those are even the worst ones my opinion yeah and and the Crow River. They're all talented, even though there's some teams that are, I would call it, less talented and more talented, even though the records are very uh, – not as much parity this year. Right. A lot of – lot of, uh, but you never know who they're going to play. They never know who they're going to throw, who they're going to start that time. They may start right. someone easier, thinking they're going to win, and, and it backfires. Uh, a lot of things come into play. But, but wow, we're 20th of June, and next thing you know, it's going to be it's going to be July. There's a lot of the mid – season tournaments that are going on over the weekends yep. now yep. and and things but i think the the top 10 rankings for a b and c are starting to to settle in now they they're wanting right. to start with but crow river is going to be always tough but you know delano's up there that's waconia, north star you can't trust the big city waconia you gotta like i said the other kids are starting to come back from college now so it, it, it's kind of like you've it's better than the triple than the minor league call-ups in baseball because this is happening more in the middle of the season. Yes. You know, it's kind of with the Mets right now with the Grom and Scherzer coming off the DL in the next month. You know, it's kind of that type of situation. You got your stars coming off the DL, if you will. So, new, uh, you know, New Prague's another team to look out for in Class C. They've got some big yeah. wins. They've got Luke Tupi from St. Cloud, and he had a slight shoulder injury or something and they're they're holding him out a couple of weeks to get to get better for the season obviously his college uh you know, season's more important than amateur right but 
in town ball, Minnesota amateurs, big, big time. Right. And the fans of course want him back. And, and, you know, uh, St. Clair Wood Ducks are another team in class seat, not even ranked. They're not in the top 10. I did a series of tweets over the weekend. Yeah. They won a game with 26 runs uh, followed by another game that same week they scored 31. So they're putting up football yeah. scores big time. Yeah. And they're not the type of team to start just running up the score. Uh, so when, when their bats get going, their bats get going. So there's these other teams that fall right below the radar that are tough and ones to to look out for as well. Yeah. And so Watertown Delano was was uh, Sunday night. Um, there's nothing game. I don't think tonight. Tomorrow's a Watertown makeup game with Waconi, the two W's. Yeah, uh, which is going to be good. And then we got the next round of Fox Nine Town Ball Tour coming up this yeah. Wednesday. It's Union Hill versus Mayor Blazers. So we get the Crow mm-hmm. River in again. Yeah, on the mayor's, mayor's right at five hundred right now. Like I said that's one of our makeup games. That, that's the tough teams right there. The ones that are 500, you never know. And you and Union Hill is part of that DRS conference, which is always very tough, that, that league down there. Do we have a trivia question? Yes, I do. I got the trivia for you this week, Dan. Here okay, we go. Okay. Through the Mets game today, uh, being the Mets fan, I'm sure you've heard me bark about it online a lot. The Mets have now had been hit by 50 pitches this year, 50. They're on pace to break the all-time record of 105. When was it set and by who? A little okay. two-parter there. So 50 individual players, not at 50 individual players, but 50 batters. 50 times they've been hit. Times this season, 2022, hit by pitch by opposing yeah. pitchers. They're on pace to break the record. I don't know who that record. The record's 105, um, so we'll get back to that a little later on. Okay. It, was it during the dead ball era? Uh, no. Okay. No. I don't follow that stat, hit by pitch, so I'm not sure uh, if many of the listeners... And, and it was not a team that either Don Baylor or Craig Biggio were on. Exactly. Because those two guys are lead the, you know all-time career for hit by pitch, so maybe you think it'd be one of those guys. That's, a little, that's the hint right there. It's not a Don Baylor or Craig Biggio-led team. Okay. Very uh, good. So what if... I've got some, uh... Amateur sports and stuff to come up with. You want to start off with high school? Yeah, let's recap the high school baseball championships from last weekend. Um, I know we were given the privilege from the high school, Minnesota State High School League, to cover one of the games. Dan did that first round for Watertown. But uh, Minnesota High School League, A, we'll start with A ball. Randolph over Hayfield 2-1, to one, so Randolph is your Class A champion. Okay. Double Fairmont over Rosso, 7 nothing. Uh, 3A, and what from what I saw was the best game of the for the championships. But it'll say Margaret over Mankato West four to three. Very good game there. Now does Bemil does Bemil St. Margaret wear the all red top and bottoms? Yep, yep. Okay. Can I look at the Dairy Queen softball team? Yeah. <laughs> BSN. Um, they're good though. Very good team. They're a very good team. And then there is no repeat champion in 4A as Farmington lost the Stillwater area eight to one. So new champs all around. Now, we thought that Farmington would have a walk in the park. And, in fact, you said that, Andy, that they should cruise. And they did in the early rounds, but they ran up against a – Very good Stillwater. Yeah, they just ran out of gas maybe. I don't know because only one run. So just stars and moons were aligned aligned against them in a way, if you will. But Farmington is kind of a a good, good program. They got a good program out there. They'll be back next year. Not worried about that. College World Series. 
Uh, they're in the double elimination right now. There's bracket one and bracket two. Um, there's four teams in each playing double elimination. After that, you go on to play a best of three in the championship series, the winner of each bracket. Okay. Um, <laughs> been, this is why college baseball is so much better than basketball, I think, for the tournament. Bracket one, there's four teams each bracket. Bracket one, the four teams are number five, Texas A&M, number nine, Texas, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. Second bracket is number two, Stanford, number 14, Auburn, Old Miss, and Arkansas. A five and nine, a two and a 14 in the final eight. Not three ones, two twos, and a four. Number two is the highest ranked after that's a five. So that's the great thing about baseball world. Just because you're a one seed, Look at basketball. There's always at least two one seeds in the final teams. Yeah, and the other two are two or four. So, you know, so it's just here's your single, single digits for sure right. for the seedings when you get down to the final four. Yeah. But what we have in the first bracket right now, it's a double elimination. Texas A&M, the five seed, has one loss already. Texas is eliminated. They've lost two games already. Uh, Texas A&M eliminated them today. In fact, Notre Dame's got one loss. Oklahoma's got no losses yet. Now, to reach the, this bracket, Notre Dame eliminated number one Tennessee in the Super Regionals. Oklahoma beat number four Virginia Tech in the Super Regionals. Mm. So those two teams, I'd say it would have been one, four, five, and nine in that bracket, but one and four lost. So Texas is out, AM and Notre Dame with one loss each, and Oklahoma, uh, no losses yet. Excuse me, bracket two. Number two, Stanford got eliminated today. Well, they did. The number two team is out. The Cardinal. Yep. Uh, Auburn, number 14, has one loss. And Old Miss and Arkansas are actually playing tonight. Auburn eliminated Stanford today, earlier. And Old Miss and Arkansas are playing right now. And Auburn eliminated number three, Oregon State. And then, of course, number two, Stanford in the playoffs here to get there. So that's the 14 seed beating the two and the three. One and four losing the – so, you know, that's the great thing about tournaments, especially, like I said, the baseball one. Yeah, you know, right now the the number five or the number nine seed is the highest seeded team in the finals right now. We might not even have a ranked team in the top fifteen or sixteen in the championship. Wow. So, um, and then one other thing I want to get to before we get to your stuff, I did this thing over the weekend on our Instagram on YouTube about the affairs going on in WWE right now, and uh, some more stuff has come up today. Um. Some stock share trading beforehand and afterwards. Um, if they might be digging into that if it went sideways, and lawyers have gotten involved, going, "Hey, if you think your stock went down too much because of this beforehand, they might have cases on that now." Um, I am a wrestling fan, as you know, and I don't think I think a lot of people who have stock in it are smart enough. Yeah, there's a few guys who went somewhere to some stockbroker and said. Here's 10 bucks. I want me some of that Rasslin stock. Yeah. yeah, there's a few of those guys out there. I'm sure there is. But those people who play the stock market tap know what they're doing. There might be a lot of stuff going on here now, too. So not only has got accusations of mess with the stock price, you know, I'm going to sell mine before I step down or whatever. Plus all the other allegations of the affairs going on. I guess my take on it is, is if, if the old man's out, and Stephanie takes over, and Paul take over, or Triple H take over. 
this is what everybody's wanted is those two to take over. Because what, what Triple H did in their NXT, their minor leagues, was great. Until he had heart surgery and the old man took over and flushed down the toilet. Now, just because we got our dream team running the company, hopefully in the next six months, like anything else in sports or business, it's going to take at least six months to a year to get that thing back up to where you want it. So let's not get too excited and think that they're going to change overnight here. You got to get the right players. You got to get the right contracts, get the right TV deals again, get some people out of office, out of you know seats in the front office. But um, it could get very competitive again between WWE and AEW for for viewership for performers hmm. if Stephanie gets control. We're not going to know tomorrow. We might not know by Christmas. So, like anything else in the legal system, we just got to sit back and wait. You know especially business legal system. So with that being on, just be patient. I keep following the social media. I'll be sharing every message I get from other people and put my own two cents out there. But let's give them time. We might have a nice competitive kind of the old Monday Night Wars back in the 80s again without these two companies if they if things go right in the next six months. Not that I'm wishing ill to Vince McMahon personally, but, I mean, if he gets kicked out and kids start running it, we could be okay there. That's what I got. I got some other stuff pro-wise, but what do you got, Dan, for amateur, other amateur sports? Well, we got the amateur baseball, which is big in Minnesota once again, and the fans love it. Uh, the Fox 9 uh, Town Ball Tour loves it. It's, it's fun stuff. But it doesn't, it doesn't end, it doesn't start and end there because summer baseball in the state of Minnesota is huge at all the levels. So we just finished up with the state varsity state tournament and that's made up of your varsity guys are typically your uh 9th through 12th graders yep but then what rolls into is amateur uh not amateur is legion right so you've got a senior legion which is really heavily followed in the all 50 states because those are really your 11th and 12th graders playing senior legion 9th and 10th graders are playing junior legion for the local uh amateur uh Sorry, the, the, the VFW, you know, the, the Legion Ball Clubs, uh, yep. the local towns are supporting those. And that's made up of mainly your ninth and 10th graders, your 11th and 12th graders. And that culminates in a full season as well into regional state, state championships, state titles, and a chance to get into the regional, which leads to the World Series. So you just got done playing uh, a bunch of games in high school. It doesn't end because you go into the Legion. And there's some very good teams in the state of Minnesota as well for senior legion junior legion kind of flies under the radar but that's that's your hotbed for the up-and-coming varsity future varsity teams like you said farmington's got a good program it would be it would be worth it to follow uh, those guys coming up because that's the future varsity but these guys now are up there graduating and a lot of these guys at the legion level have either already committed to college or going to be committing next year or, or or whatnot. So there's a chance to go see some local baseball games for very. I got, one, I got one question on the junior junior legion. There you say, uh, I'll just take uh, Lakeville, Lakeville North, and Lakeville South High School. But for legion, do they have just Lakeville then as one team? Well, there may be a Lakeville post. Oh, okay. Uh, number five seventy six and a, and another Lakeville post uh, is what. So they break it down by basically okay. by city. But if you've got an American Legion or a Legion in your in your town, a VFW post, 
they will typically be the ones that host. So Lakeville could have, and I don't even know the answer to that. I, that, I don't that, think, I'm using them as an example because I know the other I ice think ice. they've got one. Maybe they do have more than one in a town, um, but it all well, depends. Two high school. That's why yeah, there may be two high schools, but now you're combining those two and you've got them all uh, in Lakeville okay. as far as that goes too. But once again, depending on coaches and who makes the team and who doesn't and who's all on the team and what buddies or friends are on there, you may jump and play for another one altogether. But that gets to be very – does your team have to have an American Legion in it or VFW in it? I, I don't know officially, but that is that's how it's that's how the origins of that all came okay. about. And there used to be, you know, younger than that, there was still your your Pee Wee, your Little League, yep. your Babe Ruth, your Mickey Mantle leagues for just summer summer yep. baseball community ed or for fun, and then there was the competitive. But now the traveling teams are are real big, and some are so good that they're going to play on a traveling club. And skip the legion. My uh, cousin's team is down there in Tennessee right now. That's now filtered out as well. Yep. So those guys are, who are committed or possibly going to be drafted or committed to, to a college to go on scholarship uh, are probably your guys in a club level, the Minnesota uh, Blizzard or something like that. Yep. In effect, so they're playing those types of, of tournaments. So you never know who's really going to be. And those guys, if they're good, they get moved up. Uh, it's some of your backup guys on the high school team are now starting for the legion. So it gives a new. New blood all all the time with a fresh fresh turnover. Now, older than high school, you're eligible to play amateur or town ball. Uh, you yep. can also play as a high schooler. Uh, but typically, if you're on a Legion team, I don't think you're going to be on a high school team then either. But you can play as a 17-year-old 17, uh, high school on a town, town ball uh, amateur team. But like I said, it's, it's filled up. There's so much competition in the state. The nice thing is that uh, since 1980, the state of Minnesota has an over 35 baseball league that started off mainly for fun and has gotten competitive now because there's so many people in amateur. They're rolling off at age 35 or 36 and being rookies, star rookies in the federal league. And the federal league has got a very good update with their websites, uh, stats. They've just had the all-star game this last weekend down in Dundas, which is going to be the site of the state amateur baseball tournament along with Fairball, the end of August and, and Labor Day coming up through Labor Day. Dundas has got a great field. The Dundas Dukes play there. The nice grandstand. They're doing a bunch of updates. And for the over 35s, you select, you know, there's there's 30 teams. So if each team selects two, there's okay. 60, 60 players in an all-star game. Now, Andy, I do have to say that I was selected as a backup alternative for the same yeah. Shamrocks team. Now, you're supposed to represent two from a team, and in a perfect world, you're going to select your biggest batting average, your slugging percentage, your best pitcher, and right. really have a, have a team of prolific athletes. We'll, we'll leave it at that, right? Yeah. But some teams, there's guys out at graduation parties, uh, weddings this weekend or last right. week, and so you can't send your, your your big your big guy or your stud, and they either can't make it. They might be hurt. They're scheduled to pitch the next the next day or something. So you still have to send someone. So you start sending, you know, your third, fourth, fifth best guy. And then I've been in this in the past, Andy, where you get the email from the coach to saying, who's available? We need to send someone. Right. We don't even care who it is. We need a warm body is what it comes down Who's to. got a pulse and can play? So, Andy, I did get that email. We Uh-oh. need a warm body on the field. Was it in your spam email box when you checked? And remember, I play in the over 50s, Andy. Yeah. yeah. So you sure I, got the right guy. 
three games under my belt in over 35 baseball. And I got the email saying, could you, could you go and show up? We need someone to represent. We're not even going to send two players. All we can send is one. If you can go, go ahead, support the team and play a backup role. So I say, yes, the games at Dundas have never been there. Never played a Dundas. I say, yes, show up with all these young guys, 35, 40 years old, but other teams I noticed also sent their older 57 year olds, uh, 55 year old guys there. So there was a good mix of younger and older guys. Uh, you could, for the most part, tell the good athletes versus the rest of us just going to just, just hanging in there, but it's still fun. It's still camaraderie. Uh, I still meet all the guys. It's, and you're two, you're two guys deep at each position in the field. So you got 18 on the, on the team. You're playing every other inning in the field. So you're not working up a sweat. There wasn't big heat issues, uh, back then on Saturday, but then Sunday uh, is when the heat rolled in, and we saw a lot of games in over 35, even some amateur baseball, and the over 50 leagues started canceling games due to the heat, the heat index uh, yesterday, and things like that. So, yeah, so the game um, last night was pushed back. It was supposed to be a five o'clock start. They moved it to six. They pushed it back because uh, the heat was was up there. Now we had a game on an over 50 on Sunday afternoon. We played it once again. We're playing seven innings. Most of the guys will have a chance to uh, take breaks. Uh, and take an inning off here and there. Usually not the same player is playing every single seven innings of the game out in the field, out in the hot or the heat. But they made it through. Every, everyone was good. Pitchers or catchers are the ones they're really going to look out for because they're involved with every play. Catchers right. have got all the gear on. And those are the ones, the umpires, uh, we noticed in our game, really take an active uh, notice of, of how are the catchers doing, how are the yeah, pitchers yeah. doing. They're monitoring those kinds of things for heat stroke. But everyone brings lots of water. A lot of Gatorade, and you're sitting in the shade when you're not up to bat that inning or, or whatever. Uh, so it it is it is fun to play in the heat, but it is tough for the pitchers and catchers. But us outfielders, uh, you're not doing that much running around. Yes, you're winded, but uh, it's still it's still. I like it when the text does not come through saying the game is canceled, or the email comes through 30 minutes before the game. Look, it's canceled. Uh, our team was good. We played uh, once again St. Patrick over fifty against the Savage Grizzlies. You got to love the over fifty names, the Grizzlies. There's a now team we're, Silverbacks. Were were the were the fans okay in the heat? I know there were some concerns. Some of the fans were worried a bit about the over fifty. Oh, in uh, the fans St. Okay. Patrick, and so the hill is on a big sh- uh, shaded hill with old oh, oak yeah. trees and, and whatnot, with a breeze blowing through. So there's no change in the fans. They were okay. still there. All right, if you're out there in the heat. Uh, it is hot, but there was a nice enough breeze blowing through. But that's your that's your high school, that's your amateur, that's your uh, legion. You're over 35, you're over 50. That's kind of the graduated level of uh, of where it goes. But like I said, the the federal league has good. Lars Larson runs that federal league website and does a tremendous okay. job on social media. Uh, like it's I said, thirty has been around since 1980, and Minnesota's leader in it now. It's got a new energy with with young guys doing tweets, a lot of teams doing tweets, a lot of photos after the games. And it's, it's fun when everything's up to date, they've loaded the databases up there and um, you can see going back how many years, different, different statistics and, and whatnot, but it makes it, I enjoy this time of year because it's between amateur and the over 35 and the town team. And now the high school's done. It's, it's busy college world series in the dugout. Andy, I heard a lot of folks in between innings, the common chatter is who's their favorite college World Series team and how are they doing? That's what I hear. Now, would it be safe to say that the the Legion team would be like the minor leagues, the town ball team? Boy, is there a lot of tie into that? Are they the same guys running it? It would. 
That's a fair question. In fact, we'll have, I think, some interviews coming up that we'll get into that. Okay. I did get an interview scheduled with the Watertown Red Devils here coming up. We can ask the players then for that. And I was able to meet – oh, I got another interview unrelated to to high school baseball, but uh, coming up and we can ask some of those questions because what you're asking are those more or less feeder feeder programs. I know Jordan was really popular with the Legion – as feeding up to the Jordan Brewers. You wanted to get yep. on that team. You wanted to do well because you can end up on the Brewers team that day. Yeah. And I don't know how that all works for some of the various, uh, the town ball and, and whatnot. Uh, but that's a good okay. question. I think the coaches all know each other as well. Right. If that's the same who's, coaches, yeah. Who's coming up, who's to watch and, and who to look out for and um, who to get, you know, the kids are still growing at the same time. So you're getting yeah. these, these small shortstops and second baseman, and then going through a growth spurt. Next thing you know, they're, uh, you know, six foot four playing the middle infield. It's very right. rare for Minnesota to have that. But now I've got a USFL update, Andy. Yeah. First of all, now this is your championship weekend, right? Or did you just have your finals? Just had it. And are we, are we defending, are we the champs? No, we got beat by 12 points, Andy. The nine-year-old kid in New Jersey beat you, huh? Yeah, it's, we had some fun in the dugout in the baseball fields because when I brought up the fact that I was busy playing online fantasy football title for the USFL, a lot of looks like, wait, what? That thing exists? There's a thing? And a couple guys, first thing they said was, you're probably playing some teenage kid living in the mother's basement. You See? Know? Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And I think there was the same thing, you know, in New Jersey, uh, a 14 year old New Jersey is playing. So I got into the championship with the other, with the other person. I don't know who this person is, but we had the top two points four for the entire season. We ran up the big offensive numbers every week. So it was a true championship. There was some battling on the chat line, you know, a week. <laughs> talking smack. We're talking smack. That alone was funny. And so I lost by 12 points in the finals, uh, probably to some kid from New Jersey. I don't even know, but it was a blast. So all these guys who made fun of you in the dugout, did you get their emails to see if they want to be in the league next year? Is that what they were asking to? They're probably interested. Now, the problem is, yeah, we had, we had fun with that. It's all fun and games, but next year, you know, the XFL is going to be back and the USFL will both be back. And what I think from going through this, there's so many people that don't know anything about the USFL or the XFL. Basically when it comes to spring football, not many sports fans are educated on what it even is. Right. And it's essentially turning into a minor leagues for the NFL. These top players, yeah. the the XFL, I mean, the USFL just finished their 10-game regular season playoffs. will kick off this weekend in Canton, Ohio. They're going to play their games up at the Hall of Fame Stadium. Yep. Uh, semifinals on Saturday, uh, both games on Saturday. And the following week will be the championship title game. And those players, they announced the all-USFL football team those players are going to get looked at uh, for the NFL. Now, whether it comes or not or happens or not, who knows. But I don't think spring football in the U.S. of A. is going to be able to handle two leagues. No, I no. don't see – I see – after years of that. But I, I can't imagine when they come in with two next year, um, you know, what fantasy league am I going to join? Who am I going to follow? What, what team? But I did like that it was a simple 10 teams, yeah. four games every weekend, all of them on TV – it was easy. It was enough to be able to consume. It wasn't overload 32 teams NFL. So that's all I got to say about that. It's going to be fun to watch those games, but I don't see XFL and USFL combining. I do think, like you said a couple of years ago, that 
there may be one league, and then you may see some folding in with this Canadian Football League, the other spring leagues that are going on. Uh, the World League used to be around, things like that, maybe combining into one force. And they may have 20 teams. You know, they're going to maybe consolidate. Yeah. I know CFL started in. A note that I just got a little bit ago, I forgot to mention I had my third page of notes here. Speaking of XFL and the WWE, uh, Mr. Luck, uh, Andrew Luck's dad, who was the head of the XFL last yes. year. Oliver Luck. Him and Vince are in court right now over all their stuff. So Vince is getting pulled every direction but north, you know. So he's all ended up very sour, and they had to take those two years yeah. off, and now they're going to be back. Yeah, they're in court year. now. Vince is in court. There's other stuff. So he might just have to just sell and fold and get out and count his losses and enjoy his last 10 years of life and be great-grandpa to the kids and everything else. Yes. Um, we've got the, you know, is there NASCAR coming up now? Also? NASCAR's got their big race in Nashville next week on Sunday. Um, it's kind of funny is the way they hype it up. It's in Nashville. Now, when you think Nashville, you think country music. And they had a country music guy in the co- commercial playing the electric guitar. And instead of a trophy, when you win it in Nashville, you get this big electric guitar. So it's one of those cool trophies that, I mean, the guys all want to win it. But at one race, you get like a grand- grandfather clock. I forgot which one that is. So naturally, you get the big guitar. Because a little more to want to win that because I got trophies. I don't have a guitar. You know? So it's a little more, more, incentive, more incentive for the cool trophy. Um, now, for baseball, I got one last thing. We've talked about the NFL, the N, N, uh, Major League Baseball draft, right? Yes. Used to always be held middle of June around this time as College World Series is going on. They pushed that back. I think it was last year, and this year once again, it's going to be held All Star Weekend. Okay, All Star Weekend, the actual Major League Baseball draft over a two or three day period once again. But they're going to tie it into All Star being hosted at Petway Park or Pet Petco Petco Field. Petco Field in San Diego. That's what I was trying to say. And they're going to tie it in with that to, to bring more. So we've mentioned in past episodes that the draft is coming up. It's really a month away yet. Now, we NHL, have a trivia answer. Uh, we'll get NHL and NBA first. NHL draft is July 7th and 8th. NHL Stanley Cup. Right now, Colorado's up 2 nothing. I know I said Tampa Bay in 5, so I'm wrong on that one. Wow. But if you go back in the archives... I think some fat kid from the trailer park said Golden State and six. Yes. Golden State and six. I did see that. I knew um, that. I thought of you right away, Andy. Here's some factoids about that series. It was the first series in NBA history. All six games were decided by at least 10 points or more. It so was double digits in every yep. game? Yep. I didn't know that. It's the seventh title for Golden State. They're fifth as the Golden State Warriors. They won two earlier as the Philadelphia Warriors in 47 and 52. Okay. And uh, they've been in the finals every year from 2015 to 2019. Had a couple years off than this year. So they're three and two in the finals the last few years. Some little Minnesota Timberwolf tie-ins to Golden State and their nice run since 2015. They passed on the Timberwolves passed on Steph Curry twice in the draft. <laughs> Flynn, what was the kid's name? Flynn. We took him and Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn. Flynn. No, we took Johnny Flynn over Steph Curry. Steph Curry's got four rings now. Um, there's also supposed to be a trade where we would sent Kevin Love to them for Clay Thompson. Now Timberwolves couldn't finalize that deal, so we never got Clay Thompson. He stayed there. 
And of course, this year, for this year, the Timberwolves traded down Andrew Wiggins and a number one draft pick. So, Timberwolves West, I like to call them. Oh, yeah. Timberwolves West. But I got that. Now I got the trivia answer for you. Hit by pitch, something to do with hit by pitch. Yeah, the Mets have been hit by 50 pitches this season. They're on pace to break their all time record of 105. Set last year by the Cincinnati Reds. Last year. So that was it. The record was last year. I don't remember anything about that. But you see, the Reds were below 500. Not real big media darlings. Okay. Mets are in New York, and they're in first place. And So we're hearing all I watch them all the time. So, of course, we're going to talk about it, you know. Interesting. And you figure, okay, 105 times hit by a pitch. There's 162 games. You go to a three-game series, someone's getting hit. You know, it's kind of like interesting. How many guys had? How many players had 105 RBIs last year? Not many guys get over 100 RBIs anymore. This is a team no. getting, getting hit by a pitch 105 times. So interesting. So the Mets have been hit 50 times already on pace for breaking the record of 105 set last year by the Cincinnati Red Legs. As he Red Stockings or Red, Red stockings, Legs. Red Legs. Red Legs. So that's. Your trivia answer for today. I have uh, I'll have some more wrestling updates again on the YouTube and Instagram probably midweek again. Find out more what's going on. Big announcements Wednesday at AEW about Forbidden Door. Their big pay per view coming up. Um, Brian Danielson has not been med- medically cleared yet. Everybody was all excited for him to wrestle against the guys in Japan, and now that might not happen. Um, some other guys can't because of their contracts with their wrestling associations. So it was first agreed on this big wrestling pay-per-view. Everybody got all excited and started penciling in their, their fantasy lineups, and half the guys can't compete now, and the other half are getting injured. So, uh-oh. <laughs> we'll see. Lots going on. That's what I got. Um, we got, like I said, this show with baseball. Hopefully we'll get them in Sunday nights. Monday night for sure, though, during baseball season for the sports segment. Yeah, it's a tough last couple weeks to get it in, but we'll see how it goes going forward. But you will get a healthy dose of sports and songs once a week anyway for the sports segment. Yes. 52 times a year you'll get an episode. Yes. Somewhere between Sunday at noon and Tuesday morning you'll get the sports segment. Exactly. Then Thursday is typically the music segment, so that's been doing really well as well. People like that, I think, uh, on its own. Splitting it up, getting a little more in-depth on each side of it. So is anything for sports we're missing? Your favorite team, high school for now we got okay, baseball's done. So we got football and hockey coming up pretty soon. Who's your team? Let us know. We'll start watching their camps. I saw a thing today. Minnetonka High School just sent 125 kids to Augustana, South Dakota for camp already. Um uh, wait, who is this? Minnetonka High School. You know what? I think New Prague did as well for their baseball yeah. team. Yeah. But football. I mean, football. They football, sent a whole group down there, so there must be something big down there. Big camp over at Augustana, yeah. Big camp. A lot of kids are down there. Uh, that's a football camp. You're right. Yep, yep. So here it is. We just did the baseball finals, and how many of these kids probably played in the baseball finals for some of these teams out there in a bus to go play football? So year-round sports for those kids. It's unreal. Uh, that's all I got for this week. That's what I got. We will see you Thursday for the songs edition. Sounds good. See you. Bye. Bye.